Danielle Folk. I'm a wife, mother, sister, daughter, as well as a steward to a 186-year-old farmhouse. I've returned with my family to the country and have found value in the stories of the lives that came before us in this old house. And because of their story and the experiences out here in the middle, I now have a better sense of the value in a life that seeks a meaningful story and who is willing to be shaped by it. Want to become rooted in living your best life? Well, hop in the car, lace up those shoes, start that load of laundry, do whatever it is you need to do, and get ready for a quick trip into the country where I'll share stories of homesteading life and restoration. Together, we'll dig into topics that will lead you to reflect, rethink, and become more rooted in who you are today. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Grounded in the Middle. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend it with me on the front porch. And I'm I'm happy to have you here today. And I'm taking a pause because over the last four weeks, I have been sharing about being unapologetically you. And it's funny, I got to a point this past week where I felt like the topic was becoming difficult. I wasn't feeling inspired anymore by it. And I thought maybe it was just me because I oftentimes feel like I am constantly saying the same thing or I'm just tired of talking about myself. I feel like it's vain. I sometimes feel like it's redundant when all I want to do is help other people find their joy and find hope. And so what started off as something I was very passionate about, and I still am, I felt like it just got to a point that after four episodes, I needed to take a pause. And I may come back to it later this fall and revisit it. But even my husband said, um, I always ask for his feedback and I'm so thankful that I do get it because it reconfirmed. He said, you know, I'm kind of ready to move on and um, uh, on with a different topic. And he was very sweet about it. And um, and I couldn't agree more. And so there's been a lot of things going on out here in the middle. And, you know, it's one thing to be transparent, but it's another to show up and really be vulnerable. And that's what Grounded in the Middle is supposed to be about. It's about meeting you, the listener, in the middle of wherever you are. And for all of us, it looks different. For me, it just so happens to be uh, a story that is told from in the country. And, and it's one that I hope being out here with a little less distractions that I'm able to share things with you that maybe you might not get to see in your day and that it could help you in your middle and help you find a little bit of grounding. And so I want to not only show up and be transparent, but I also want to be vulnerable with you. And over the past month, no, I would say over the past two and a half weeks, I have gone through a really difficult time of of my focus being um, on myself and where I am not excelling. And it was from a doctor's appointment that I had gone to that, and this is this is something that 
I share with you. And it is, it is an area of my heart that makes me ache a little bit. But I went for yearly checkup at my doctor's and I have been trying to work through trauma that happened 20 years ago. And it was trauma that was buried. And and I and I have finally this um this year, I finally have started to peel back all those layers. And I've started to kind of unpack. And I've shared this in another episode, but I've got to unpack things and it has felt really good. And up until about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, I felt really proud of myself. I had confidence that I've never had before. And I felt like I was on the right track. I felt, I felt so, so much that I've just never felt before. And in one doctor's appointment, I was told that I need to aggressively lose weight after I had just shared that I am working really hard on the inside out and how I've been carrying that around with me for the past 20 years. And when it was kind of like, well, that's great, but you're overweight. (laughs) And that's something that's a sensitive topic for me. And on top of dealing with anxiety, I just feel like since the pandemic, I had really brought myself out of a deep, dark hole that I really, I was in it, but it gradually happened. And so looking back now, I'm like, wow, look how far you've come. And on top of working on all the things that were inside of me buried, I've also been healing from an injury that happened to my ankle. And it was an old injury that came back this past fall. And so I have been, it has been a really slow process. And I've been trying to tell myself that I was grounded. (laughs) I could not do those things because it was time for me to take care of the inside of myself. And I kind of felt like it was not that God caused it, but that it was an opportunity for me to not distract myself by being busy and on my feet and moving and, and not spending time dealing with the inside. I felt like it gave me that opportunity to say, you know what, I'm going to use this time to take care of what hasn't been taken care of. And honestly is likely the root to this anxiety. So I felt two and a half weeks ago, I felt amazing. I felt like I finally am just on this new path and really confident about myself. And so I've been kind of down, I was down in the dumps for about four or five days. Um, because I, you know, I still have that personality of wanting to measure up and wanting to hit the mark and I'm not, and I'm aware of it. And it is something that I know is going to come in time here. I'm going to um, eventually shed those pounds, but I had found a peace with it. And I actually had started to, um, to care about myself and find a little bit of self-love. And I felt like that was all stripped away in like a 30 minute appointment, less than that. Let's be honest. I waited that long, but the appointment was probably less than that. And so I tell you all of this because that's the middle of where I have been. And I've been also though, really excited about a conference that's coming up next month that I get to go to. And it's called She Speaks and it's down in North Carolina. And it's a conference 
for Christian communicators. And so for me, I not only was starting to feel good about myself, but also really excited that I'm getting to to go to this conference and be with people that um, are inspiring or like-minded or people that I can learn from and just have this time dedicated to me and my work. And so that's where my focus has kind of been of, of preparing for that. And in all of it, being here at the house with all of these things kind of going on, I guess you could say work-wise, I have been less focused on our home and our gardening and things that I have just spent a lot of time in the summers before focusing on. And I don't find that to be a negative thing. This is just a different summer. It's what I hoped for, you know, you know, my younger self two and three years ago was hoping for, you know, finding that purpose. And so I am not disappointed that I'm not diving into the garden like I did before. And let's be honest, I still have the rest of summer. We're just talking about, you know, maybe a month's worth of time here. But I kind of feel, I kind of feel that I've not been able to put my attention all in all in that area. And, and so it kind of feels different to me this summer here at the homestead. But at the same time, it's really rewarding and exciting. And Originally, I was going to take a break from the podcast just for a couple weeks so that I could spend some time with my kiddos and really be diligent in, you know, getting into the things around here at the house that I've wanted to do and I find joy in. And I feel like taking the time off is always important. And I don't know if you as a listener just kind of get to the point, I hate to say burned out, because I don't feel burned out. I just feel like I need a period of time to do something a little different and to be re-inspired. And, and what I thought was going to take place next month is actually going to take place this month here in June. And so this is what I mean by all of that. I have some really fun and exciting news that has kind of I don't know, really put a pep in my step, shifted my focus, and really has me excited. And it's something that it's like a welcome distraction. It's what I was wanting, and I couldn't have planned this any better. It's perfect timing. Began this journey of research and restoration and self-restoration, and here we are. It's exactly what I need, a quick pick-me-up. And so you are first to know that... I had received an email and originally it was for an interview on our uh, Smith Library. And this is a special department of our local library where it has everything you could imagine for local history. And, and it was an amazing resource for me when I started our home's history. Now, some of you have been with me since five years ago. And my Instagram account and everything I talked about was our home's history. And it is incredible. And I'm really excited because the interview I was asked to do was as a patron of the library, what I use the resources for. And and what's really neat is it got me reflecting is I've used this historical um, library to research our home, information for presentations that I've given, as well as their partner for the Historical Society 
and I, our local historical society. And so it's really neat. I was like, yes, of course, I'm happy to do the interview. Uh, they've been fantastic to me. I certainly owe them because holy smoke, did I like blow up their email? Because when you have an old house and a baby, um, you don't have the ability to go into a library with lots of delicate things and, um, and sit and read and research and such. So they were fabulous at pulling so much for me and, and getting information for my research. So anyhow, so I said, yes, of course, I will do the interview. And then wouldn't you know, a few days later, I got another email back. And it said, you know what? We're going to split this story into a two-part series, and we would love to share your home's history. Now, I hoped when I was doing all the research, and I'm telling you, down a rabbit hole, the dining room table was covered from every corner. Chair, you know, chair seats were covered with information, books. I even had paper taped to the wall upstairs mapping everything that I was researching because there was so much and I needed to be able to glance um, over. The research was incredible. I'm going to get to share our house's history with our local community. And it was a hope that I had for the homestead, for her whole history, or at least more of the history of the Weir family and this homestead and how they were a prominent family in the community and in everything, everything that hasn't been said before is going to get to be shared, obviously, in a very, um, in a condensed way. But I'm really excited for, for this opportunity. And so in feeling kind of like my well had dried up, when it came to the podcast and feeling that there was a need to take a different direction with the podcast, I've decided that I would like to give you kind of a uh, history lesson of our homestead. And so the next three episodes are going to be on our house's history and and it's incredible. If you, I wasn't someone who liked history. But then when I got into our home's history and connections that that were there with abolitionists and discovering that our community was likely one of those farming communities that were quietly aiding slaves to freedom, I mean, it gives you chills. And, and while there is not written proof or concrete evidence, the stories themselves and the connections and the people, it is plenty of evidence. And and I tried to find all the evidence to say that, you know, it wasn't a community that helped slaves, but all I could find that it was. And so over the next three weeks, I'm going to share the house's history. And then I'm going to hop back on with some really awesome guests that I think you're going to truly enjoy. And one of them is Brett Ivey from Piney Oaks Homestead. I've got another interview for you by Megan Day. She is a, um, she's from Cincinnati and she is a health coach. And I also have Shaquana from Cora's Cakery. Oh my heavens. I met this gal and she is just phenomenal. What she has stepped into in her journey 
um, with this amazing bakery and the things that she does and the story behind it is just it's really heartwarming. And then I'm also going to have an interview with Elizabeth from, you might know her from Cheap Old Houses, the account. Her and her husband, Ethan, um, have the Cheap Old Houses account, but they've also had a TV show and there's going to be another one. So they're going to be hopping on the podcast. But sharing with you the house's history, I feel like it's important because there's a lot of new listeners. And so it's going to give you kind of um, what inspired me to start this podcast and the storytelling and the love of thinking about how, you know, hog drivers would come to our home and they would enter and the stories that might be told when they were laying on the floors, warming their feet, you know, at the fire, what were the stories that they were telling about traveling and where they had been or where they are going? And so it kind of ignites this fire back in me revisiting those stories. And so I hope by sharing its homestead, uh, I'm sorry, the homestead's history, I hope that it will also kind of give you a better sense of, of the why. Um, behind the podcast. So um, with that being said, look for three episodes on the Homestead's history, and then I'm going to have some fantastic follow-up interviews with some amazing people on the podcast in July and August. So with that being said, I want to wish you an amazing week, and I can't thank you enough for showing up here meeting me in the middle, listening to kind of like those vulnerable stories that I have to share. I entrust them um, to you, but it's always in hopes that maybe it is helpful to someone else. And even if it's just one person, that's plenty for me because we're all kind of in a middle and sometimes we're in a sweet spot and sometimes we find ourselves kind of in a place of question and and that's okay. And I think knowing that others are experiencing that too kind of normalizes it and it helps us get through it. And then we can reflect and appreciate it and move forward even better. And it's important that, you know, we we do that because we deepen our roots and it grounds us more in in who we are today and it helps us become who we need to be for tomorrow. So friends, thanks again for hopping on, and I hope you will enjoy the next three episodes about learning about the homestead. So you all take care, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you will rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share with those you know. If you'd like to see more of what life is like out here in the middle, you can find me on Instagram at Farmhouse Storyteller or head to my website, farmhousestoryteller.com.